Over the past few days, I've been emailing back and forth with a young man um, who has grown up with some physical disabilities and as a result uh, has never played or coached the game of hockey before. However, he's been going through uh, you know, some of the content material on our website and, and um, has decided that he wants to coach and is going to be getting his level one here in uh, July or August. <clears throat> so we've been kind of going back and forth, and he's had some questions I've tried to answer. And uh, it, it's kind of gotten to a point where I think that some of this information would probably be beneficial for other coaches out there as well. Um, so the main question is, is um, what's a good way to get started? Originally, he asked if, um, if uh, it would be possible that I could somehow mentor him. And uh, it's not that I'm not willing to be a mentor, but there's a few considerations. I've got, uh, you know, time is a big one for me. Uh, I've got limited time. And um, the other part of it is he's from Illinois. So being able to mentor somebody, I mean, you can, there's only so much you can do over the phone or over video. Um, really what I, what I suggested was would be a good way to do it is to have a, a good local mentor, um, you know, a coach, maybe he could be assistant coach too. And, uh, you know, just be watching the ins and outs of practice design, skill development and all that stuff. So in his most recent uh, question to me or email to me, he asked the question, uh, he, he started talking about his, uh, his university having an ACHA team. And, uh, that, uh, you know, that coach has been pretty cool and pretty nice and, and, um, you know, that that could be a possibility, but, you know, maybe, maybe not because it is kind of far from his place from where he lives. Um, but then he asked the question, you know, what, what would be a good way? Like, what would be the best way of getting on if I have any recommendations on how to get on, um, as you know, an assistant coach with no experience, and uh, so I'm looking at this going, okay, you know what, there's, I think there's a few things, I think there's a few things that we could uh, do that would, would be helpful here. Um, first of all, if you've never played the game or coached the game and you're going to be getting your level one, um, you're probably not, college probably isn't the best place for you to start. Uh, and I'm not saying that in a rude way by any means. I'm, I'm saying, you know, you're going to be at the college level, there are skills and, and concepts that the players already know that you're going to not be, you're not going to be learning because they're basic stuff that the coach won't be teaching. So honestly, I think your best chances and I think your best experience will be to really start at the basic level. Um, I, I've mentioned this before, but my, my dad never played the game. Um, my dad grew up in, in Alberta, but um, his family didn't have a lot of money. They couldn't afford to keep him in hockey. So his main sports were school-funded sports. Um, you know, he played, played football very seriously, went to college uh, playing football, um, but he also played, you know, basketball. He lettered in six sports in high school. So he was a, a good athlete, um, a great athlete, understands sports, but hockey wasn't one of the sports that he grew up playing. So when I started playing is when he started coaching. So basically we started together. Um, you know, I would have been, well, I was five years old and he was assistant coach the first year, first two years, actually the first, it doesn't matter. I think he was the assistant coach the first three years of, of my playing career. Uh, <laughs> if you can call a career at age six, but uh, anyways, uh, so he was the assistant coach for the first few years, getting some decent mentoring um, and then <clears throat> eventually he felt confident enough to become the head coach and did very well with it. Well, how is it possible? 
Well, it's because, you know, he would, he would take me to the rink. We had decent coaches. I mean, at, at five or six years old, these aren't going to be college caliber coaches. Usually, um, sometimes there will be because, you know, sometimes a college coach has a kid and he wants his kid to have good coaching. So sometimes there, there will be a situation where there will be a really, really good coach at a young age group. Um, if that's, if you can find that, then that's even better. Um, but in a place like, like Toronto, the, you know, a lot of the dads had relatively good, um, at least relatively good playing experience. And oftentimes that translated into uh, pretty good coaching know-how. So he was able to get on, um, with, uh, you know, a few pretty decent mentors at the beginning. And then the organization that, uh, that we landed in was at the time was called Wexford Raiders. And, um, some of these names might ring familiar for you, but at the time, um, Stan Butler was the coach of the junior A team. So Wexford had age groups that ranged all the way from nine years old, all the way up to juniors. And uh, it was good hockey. It was triple A hockey at each age group. And, um, the top age group was, uh, was the junior A program and the junior A program was run by Stan Butler. Um, the, I believe it must've been midgets at the time was run by Kevin Burkett. And, uh, those, maybe those names sound familiar to you. Maybe not. Um, Stan Butler went on to work with, uh, I believe he was with the Oshawa generals for a bit, uh, in the OHL. And then he did a stint with the Canadian junior team, the Canadian junior national team for a little bit. And I believe now he's back in the OHL. Um, I can't remember who he's with now, but fantastic coach. Really, really good coach. Um, the guy under him at the midget program, Kevin Burkett, was also very good. He ended up taking over the junior A program as a coach when uh, when, Stan, uh, when Stan Butler left. So anyways, from the top down, there were a lot of really good coaches in that organization. And the way the organization was set up was uh, was exactly that, where these top coaches at the, at the upper age groups would filter the information down. And basically there was a, a style of play that went across that organization and a, and a commitment to excellence that went across that organization. And so a lot of these key concepts and, and development, I, I remember it was really cool. We would, um, Stan Butler would come out and, and run practices with our team every once in a while. And, um, you know, not only him, but there were other really good coaches that would, would also do the same. Uh, one thing that I think was probably my dad's, one of his strongest um, coaching points was he understood his strengths and weaknesses. And so where there were areas that uh, that he was weaker on, he would he had no problem hiring that out. So he would get, uh, you know, as uh, having grown up not playing the game, his fundamental skills, you know, skating abilities, uh, you know, shooting and stick handling, all that stuff weren't necessarily the strongest. And so he would hire those out. He'd bring in skill development guys. And, uh, we would, uh, you know, we would work with those guys. So, um, not only did he bring those guys in to work with the players, but he would also pay close attention to their tactics, to what they, how they taught it, what they were looking for, what the mistakes were. And he wasn't afraid to ask questions. So over the course of those years, um, a, he was able to do very well with a point where, you know, with his strong areas, but B, he was able to strengthen his weak areas because of um, structuring a setup where uh, where he was able to learn from good coaches. And that's the key, in my opinion. I think if you start at the ACHA, that's college, if you start at the college level, you are not going to learn the stuff that you need to learn to be a full-fledged, like well-rounded coach. Even the coaches at the top, top levels have to understand, um, you know, the basics, the fundamental skills. Um, you know, and, and if you start there, 
even though those coaches understand it, they're not necessarily teaching it at that age group because most of the time those players are already well-versed in, in those fundamental skills. So I would say start at the very ground level, you know, find a program that needs help with their, with their six-year-olds. And, um, then you'll be, you'll be watching, you'll understand the game much more fully than you would if you start at the upper levels, because the six-year-olds you're going to see, well, what, you know, what skills are hardest to learn forward skating is, uh, you know, that's, that's the easiest point of skating, you know, players pick that up quickly. Um, but players tend to get very frustrated when they have to start working on backward skating or when they have to start working on stops and starts. And you'll also start noticing things like, well, it's, it's, most players have a strong side when they're stopping. Um, you know, it's usually, usually players have one side that's better than the other when they're stopping. Same thing with turning. Uh, what are the key points on turning? You know, um, all this different stuff. I mean, there's so much that little young guys learn and that you learn as a coach, uh, you know, just different ways of tweaking. Now on, uh, on a different note. So with, uh, you know, with, with wheelchair and disability and everything like that, there are going to be areas where you're going to need to figure out, okay, um, I know that they need to learn this. I know that maybe I can explain it verbally, but I can't get out there and demonstrate this. So how am I going to deal with that as a coach? You know, so there's a lot of different stuff and, and I can't, you know, the, your situation's pretty distinct and I can't, I can't say that I would know the answer. Um, my first thought would be, you're probably gonna have to use a lot of video, um, but video only takes you so far because you can't, at least not yet, bring video on the ice very easily. So um, as far as demonstrating, you're, you know, it's it's going to be difficult for you to, to figure that one, that one out. You're either going to have to get uh, coaches around you that will be able to demonstrate or um, players that you feel confident in their skill levels and abilities to demonstrate. So, yeah, I mean, it's I, I'm I'm excited that you're. Um, that you're working on this and I'm excited to see what, uh, innovative approaches you have to, uh, to make it effective. And I think, I think you'll be able to do it. Um, but there are going to be some stuff, you know, that, that you need to learn, but my, my first and foremost recommendation start at the younger age groups because you're going to be learning the game at the same pace as they are. And then at the same time, um, if you're, uh, you know, if your parents, you know, like it's, it's not, there's not as much, on the, on the line, I guess you could say. So, you know, at the college level, it's very, it's very serious. The players are there and, you know, depending on the program, usually ACHA is, is club. And I don't know if the team is self-funded or not, but oftentimes those players are paying to play. And so there's, um, you know, it's an expensive deal. Whereas if you're coaching a house program somewhere, I mean, it's, it's volunteer set up and, and those are, you know, usually there's the parents and, and people involved are going to be more forgiving for a beginner coach. So, um, that's, yeah, that's, that's my recommendation. That's my two cents worth. And hopefully that helps, but, um, I think you'll get more out of it if you start at the younger age groups and then you'll be able to learn the game. It's not going to be a fast thing, you know, learning, learning the game well takes, uh, you know, it takes a lifetime really, <laughs> you know, it takes, uh, it takes at least 10 or 15 years um, going through just in, in learning the different scenarios, learning the different, you know, it's, it's just, it's a, not only learning the X's and O's and learning the technique and everything, but there's maturity that goes into it as well that, uh, that you learn over the years and uh, you know, different game experiences and different uh, you know, lots of different stuff that goes into it. And so to be a fully, fully fledged, well-rounded coach, it's, you kind of got to start at the beginning and work your way up and it's just a time process. 
So hopefully that helps and uh, we'll talk again soon.